Hello? Hello, hello. Is, uh, is that Alan? Of course it's me. Who else do you think it is? I thought we were meant to be doing this podcast. Why aren't you ready? Oh, gosh. Is it that time already? Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Curious Fire podcast with your hosts, Alan Hennessy and Trevor Lorkings. This is the podcast that will ignite your thoughts and set your curiosity on fire. And now, here is this week's episode. Hello and thanks for joining us. This is the Curious Fire podcast episode number 14. Yes, indeed. And I'm Alan Hennessy from Compass Media and he is... Mr. Trevor Lawkins, the digital alchemist. Hmm. And today I'm feeling just a little bit uncomfortable. Why are you feeling uncomfortable when you're in your <laughs> comfort zone? Ah, uh, well, this episode 14 is all about comfort zones. And you know what goes to the comfort zone? What goes in the comfort zone? With the comfort zone is a discomfort zone. And nobody ever talks about discomfort zones, do they? So let's talk about it today. Hmm. So comfort zones. Do you have one or you've, have you heard? That? I'm, I'm sure I suppose everyone's sort of come across that or they've been told that, oh, uh, you know, you need to get out of your comfort zone and uh, go and do these things and stuff like that. But um, you have a uh, different opinion on that, Trevor. Well, it's a bit like doors and zones and boxes, you see. I, I kind of think, well, if we didn't have them, we'd have freedom to do anything what we wanted. You know, people say, oh, well, one door closes, another door opens, opportunities come through doors. Get rid of the doors. And then you haven't got these barriers to these opportunities, have you? Mm. And zones, to me, are similar as boxes. We're going to boxes another day. But have we invented these zones so that we can create this illusion of a transition between a zone of comfort and a zone of what we would call discomfort? Mm. And if we transition between those two zones, which actually don't exist because we've just invented them, we then progress. But can you progress without the zones being there in the first place? That's the question, you see. Does the zone help us progress and therefore we invent them to help that transition to create the illusion, the fact we've moved from one place to another place, therefore we've grown. I think when people talk about zones and stuff like that and, and doors opening and doors closing and stuff like that, I think that's uh, more of a psychological thing, to be honest with you, because I think people, that we need them. That's what we that's that's what we crave, and and I understand where your point is coming from, and I totally yeah. see, I see I see exactly where you're coming from, and I would, when you think about it, I probably would agree with the honours as well, because I think what we're doing is is, and here we go again, we're putting up barriers, and the barriers is is you know like is there a barrier in front of me? Actually, no, there's probably not. It's just a I suppose it's they're metaphors. I think if you want to say that, but. I do think that people think, you know, oh, get out of your comfort zone and do this thing. And, you know, as you say, if that comfort zone wasn't there, would we still progress? Probably would. And I think we are, we do. And I think it's just our sort of, I suppose, our safety net. See, there's so many of these different things that are coming out. But like when you think about it, like I think it's in our own safety that we, we, we conjure up this comfort zone of yes now i'm grand in what i do here at the moment but if i want to progress i'll have to you know i'll have to reach out of my comfort zone and i'll have to so i don't think i think it's it's more of a mental thing that we just put into our own heads to say that and i think we've been programmed now 
in this day and age to th- sort of think that way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Puzzling, isn't it? You see all those metaphors. You can't. What is a metaphor? Where is it? Yeah. And is your metaphor the same as my metaphor? Because you could have a discomfort zone. And I find it peculiar. People don't describe them as discomfort zones. We describe a comfort zone. Everybody's like, well, I'm in my comfort zone. And I know, you know, I mean, one of the classic ones is about um, public speaking, isn't it? You know, are you afraid of public speaking? Because if you are afraid, then that implies that's, your, that's discomfort. And then when you do it, you go, wow, I didn't know I could do that. I spoke in front of 10 people. That's amazing. So, you know, you have probably grown as a person by perhaps doing that, if that's what you've chosen to do as as going into your discomfort zone. But it's this illusory nature of we create this this zone, you know. Mm. Um, And then what happens once you've then done that? Does it mean your comfort zone has got bigger? So this zone that doesn't exist that you've created that you can't actually measure, you know, how big is your comfort zone? Is it 10 foot, 20 foot? Is it round square what is it uh, you know it's just it's just this weird thing that we've created that's just somewhere in our mind wherever the mind is that then we do that thing we do public speaking to push ourselves into this discomfort zone we then do that and go wow that was amazing as generally happens doesn't it all these times you know you do a parachute jump you're really scared of doing it you do the parachute jump you hit the ground and go wow i'm still alive i want to do it again let me do it again it's like it's like the old fun fair rides isn't it i want to do mm, it again mm. so now your zone of comfort has just increased yes i was so just about to say that to start with so you don't know how big it was to start with and now it's bigger but you still don't know how big it is so at what point do you have any reference of how big your zone is and then what discomfort things do you need to do to make your comfort bigger and why bother anyway (laughs) (laughs) well it's just you know it's i I think i suppose it's the natural progression of life is what what we would say it is but like you know when we think about it really as you say there like the comfort zone and you, how big is it going to get and how big does it it starts it's it actually starts it starts with um this idea of like us of going right okay I'm, my comfort zone is this room and my vision of a comfort zone would be you know this room that has um everything that i can do with is is within it so if we look at it that way we also can look at it as as the brain, as our mind, because... Oh, uh, well, yeah, but see, brain and mind, you need to sort of explore that on a separate podcast. Uh, yeah, I know, no, but, like, but like you understand gym. what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. we look at it, it's, it's only, it's, it's stretching us to what we can do and what we can't do. And I think... Yeah. By stretching us to what we can't do, once we start to say, okay, right, I've, I've, I've stood up on that stage and I've given that speech, now I'm not afraid of it. Now that's part of my comfort zone because I've done it. And I think it's like we look, we talk about, like, for instance, when I did the firewalk, right? That is a metaphor in itself. Even though I, I physically done it, I still yeah. had to put myself through it because now I say, well, if I can do that, I can do anything. But yes, before I did that walk, I probably could have done anything as well. But it's <laughs> just in my head, I needed to do that. So hence, I yeah. think where a comfort zone comes into it and a discomfort zone is, is where we actually push ourselves. So yeah. really, the bigger picture here is not actually the zones, it's mm. ourselves. Well, I think this is the thing, isn't it? I've said a few times on various articles I've written about, there seems to be an illusion that's propagating through the discomfort zone strategy that the only way you can grow is to be in a state of discomfort. Mm, I would now, agree. I get, I, do, I, can, I can get the, yeah, the firewall is built up and it's one of the classic things built up to be, oh, man, that's going to be dangerous, walking fire, you're going to burn your feet and all the, all the fear is there, isn't it? You know, and it builds up into this great thing, thinking, oh, what's going to happen? What, my feet melt? All the rest of it, you know, and <laughs> catch light. And it's that wow moment that in a very short space of time, I mean, what, 
to walk over coals probably takes you two or three seconds, four seconds if you if you're having a stroll, mm. <laughs> which you probably don't anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or if you do, I know. I remember when I did it the first time. I was like, oh, mom, yeah, get over that. Yeah, no, that was it. You know, in, a, in in the grand scheme of your life, it is literally a few seconds. That in that few seconds, wow, bang! It's a nanosecond. It changes, doesn't it? But my view also on it is you can still have growth while you're in a state of comfort. Oh, yeah. And I found so many, but people forget that. People have this illusion you have to be in a state of discomfort to grow or you can't grow. And that's, I think, the, the point I tried to make is you can still grow even when you're comfortable. And I've found so many things that I've grown doing things very comfortable. Yeah. You know, in states of meditation and some of the places I've been when I've meditated, which is probably another podcast we're going to. Definitely another podcast. That's definitely some- <laughs> another podcast, by the way. <laughs> yeah, phenomenal life-changing things during states of meditation and states of calm so the kind of exclusivity of you have to be in state of discomfort to grow or else you're not going to grow i think is well i won't swear because we're on a podcast but you get the gist so that that's the bit i think people are missing and they're creating that state that i have to be in a state of discomfort i'm not going to grow therefore they then become afraid of not growing because they got well it's discomfort no you can still grow in any state and it's all i think we're saying it's very much in the mind that these zones are created in the mind they do not exist you can't go and show me if i fly over to dublin tomorrow and we have a wander around can you show me where the discomfort zone is no no physically it does not exist you know, we no. can't go and take a photograph of it. So we appreciate, we've, we've created this illusion of zones with various labels of comfort and discomfort, which then we feel programmed that we have to move from one zone to the other zone to be able to grow. If you take that a bit further, if it's all an illusion, you can still grow without zones. Yes, of course you can. Of course you yeah. can. It's, it's yeah. you know, it's like this, you know, it's like the, and just as you're talking there, I'm just sort of thinking to myself, you know, it's like when people say, oh, you get more of what you focus on. Right. Okay. Yes, you do. Yes, I would agree. You do get more of what you focus on because you're conditioning yourself to think that way. You're conditioning mm. yourself to think. So, hence, with the same with a with a comfort zone, you're conditioning yourself to think that this is my comfort zone. But yet, if I pick you up and I land you in the middle of I don't know of India. Yeah. Right. And I'm just using that. That's just yeah. came to head. But like if I put you in the in the literally in the center of, say, Delhi or something like that, yeah. where yeah, there's yeah. thousands of people, you're going to be disorientated because you're going, OK, yeah. where am I going? What way am I going? How? Now, that is, I suppose, in a sense, putting you out of your comfort zone. But actually, it's not because at the end of the day. You've just been lifted to that place. Mm. So you very, very quickly find your orientation and you you understand and say, okay, right, I can't stand here in the middle of the road with all these cars running for me. And yet again, I'm conjuring up something in my mind here Mm. as to what I think. So hence, you suddenly, all of a sudden, very, very quickly, you become comfortable with with your surroundings well it's a mindset it's how you exactly it has to be a mindset it's how you set your mind which is then becomes your mindset and if you're set to mind thinking wow this is an amazing place i've been been here before Mm. and you want to go and explore and find joy in being there you've set your mind to be in comfort yeah exactly if you set your mind to thinking walking across hot coals is an enjoyable thing to do you're no longer in a discomfort zone. So if you assumed that walking over hot coals was something enjoyable, would you progress the same as if you did thinking, this is not a great thing to do, I'm going to set light to my feet, as thinking, oh, I'm going to enjoy this, I really want to walk across some hot coals, it's brilliant. Yeah, because... Have you got to set your mind beforehand to think, I am going into a discomfort zone to gain the benefit of the progression 
and growth. No, because I think we look at that in a different way. Because if I'm saying, to, and I, I know, I know, I understand what you're com- where you're coming from, but I'm yeah. also looking at this and I'm saying to myself, okay, right, I knew that that them hot coals were in front of me. I knew they were there, right? Yeah. So yeah. I said to myself, right, you can either do this or you can, you're not, you're not going to do this. If you walk away from this, you're probably going to regret it. So you turn around, and you say, okay, I'm going to do this, right? I don't think I had an inclination of being in a comfort zone or being in a discomfort zone. Yeah. There, I was thinking of what it was, what it was going to do for me, what it was going to do to me. So the comfort zone just dissipated. It's sort of like, it was like, a, it was like you know, when you open a box and the box just falls apart and yeah. it literally just all flaps down. That's exactly the way it was. Because I wasn't looking at the box. I was looking at what was in front of me or I was looking what I was going to do because yeah. I was focused on it. So hence again, it's a mindset and it yeah. is a mindset because all of these things are mindset. But I think when we look at that, everything, everything we do in life is a mindset because if you're not in the right mindset, if I'm not in the right mindset to have my dinner, yeah. I'm not going to have my dinner. If I'm, if I'm not in the right mindset to turn on the computer in the morning, I'm not going to do it. So that mindset, so it, it's what controls us, it's what tells us what to do. Yeah, but yeah, what I yeah. do think is, is that we put these, we put ourselves into boxes. Mm. And I think that's the bad thing. I think that's the, the most, most detrimental thing that you can do to yourself is is by putting yourself into a box because once you start putting yourself into a box you have to get out of that box and (laughs) it's up to you to get out of it so why put yourself into a box at all and just go right this is me because i think you are you are enough for yourself and enough for others yeah but i think that has to start from within to go out to, Mm. to reach other people yeah yeah, which is back to what I'm saying. If you if you get rid of the zones and go exactly. and have zones, but I think it's something I've said before. There's a there's a journey we have to go on between knowledge and understanding. Mm. And I think we may have knowledge of zones, and even though they're not there, we create them. But we have this concept of zones. We have the knowledge of the zones. But is it a case we have to live through the zone to discomfort, comfort to discomfort, and back and forth, and grow this zone of comfort to take that journey of the knowledge before we then understand we didn't need zones in the first place? Yes. Oh, definitely. I do. I definitely do think so i and definitely I think, think that thing, it's like the firework isn't it mm. your mind has been set to realize i did that which means i could do anything mm. now anything's probably a bit of a big word um you know but it's, it's certainly taking so well that was easy once you've done it it's like wow that was amazing that was easy mm. if i can do that i could do and there are probably other things you know i think well i can't do that because well, i don't know i can't do this and there's the, the what ifs of all these other things you were thinking of doing in life which now in that moment change well of course i can do that yeah so and I think uh, it, that helped the mindset and the setting the mind process go from, I know it's all mindset, but it's very easy to say, I'll oh, just change your mind, just do this. It's easy to say that, isn't it? You know, it's when, if someone's unhappy, you say, oh, just cheer up. You can, yeah, no, you can't it's do that. Say that. But for the person receiving it, go, well, are we, well, what do you mean? No. I just got to cheer up, you know. So you have to progress on this knowledge. The person unhappy knows the knowledge to know I'm unhappy, but there's a journey to go through to make them realize hmm. the understanding of, that process and i think you know it that's that's the key to it of once you do enough of it and really understand what it's about the understanding kicks in to make you realize that now you don't need the zones exactly and i do and i agree totally with that point because i do see that because like that you know you're saying that um where i can say now i when i did when i did the firewalk oh yeah now i can do anything 
But the fact of the matter was, is I could do anything before that either. In my head, I couldn't. It was something that was stopping me from doing it. But once I started saying, okay, and I think it's about, you know, and we both know we're both very level headed in, in a sense. But at the same token, I have to think you have to have an open mind. I think you have to sort of say, okay, right, well, look, I need to explore this. And it's only when you do explore it and goes back to the journey Mm. that when you do explore, you find something better on a higher plane. It's, It's a different level of it's a different way of thinking because we're conditioned to think one particular way. But yet, if we open up our minds and we open up ourselves to new things, and new ways of looking at things, and, and I'm not saying about you know going off up to the up to the mountains and sitting there on, under a tree and stuff. I'm not talking. What I'm talking about is is just been saying, okay, right. Here's a situation that I'm in. Normally, I would go this route because this is the route that I always have taken. Yeah. But what about if I look at it from a different angle? Will it be as bad or will it be as good? Probably, probably it's going to be something different to me. But because I'm able to open up my mind and sort of think that way and change my direction in the way I'm thinking about it, Mm. that I think that starts a gradual progression of where you just become, I suppose, I think it's an inner calmness and it's a calmness and it's that makes you think, you know, okay, right, don't need to get stressed out about this because it's only something that's going to pass. We do it for, for years. We did it, you know. And I know I personally did it. I'd be saying, oh, worry about this and I'm worried about that and whatever. And now I actually don't worry because I say what's going to happen is going to happen. So hence, I moved out of that comfort zone. Mm. And probably the word that I would use now is challenge myself. And I challenge things and I will challenge conversations quicker than I would have known than I would have maybe before because I wouldn't have felt as confident but now I look at it and I say to myself well hold on no I disagree with that and the reason why I disagree with that is this yeah even going you go against the grain sometimes of people when you're talking to them or things that you do and you say you can't do that and I say no I can do it yeah and the emphasis the word there is is I you know and I yeah, think yeah. that's the, the the journey, as you call it, yeah. from the comfort zone to the discomfort zone. Yeah, it is. It's the it's the understanding, isn't it? You've taking that. Many people know things, but to fully understand them takes time, and you've got to move through that knowledge to really then understand. And once you truly understand, you then have the wisdom. Mm. And I think the more you do that, the more it builds up. And I would say you then jump to conclusions, but sometimes you can just shorten that journey of knowledge to understanding very quickly, and you just have the understanding. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's the thing. And I do, uh, I do think that is. I do, I do think you know it really is. It's important. I think everyone like you can't you can't tell someone all oh, right now this is right and this is wrong or this is left and this is right yeah. because to me that's that's how I see it. To you, yeah. you see it differently. So yeah. it's about not changing your minds, but giving that person that, I think, that opportunity to look at it from a different way. And that's not true telling them. It's true explaining how you see it. And maybe something may brush off. Maybe something may make it into their head and they say, OK, well, let me actually have a look at this and let me have a look at it from this from their angle. Yeah. And that's the journey of discovery. And that's the journey of the way, that's the journey of the way we actually will 
you know, move forward in our own lives and in our own in our own selves. So taking these comfort zones and these doors and stuff like that, you know, the yeah. way you say, oh, if an opportunity knocks at the door, open it. You know, like, yeah. who's to say that door isn't open already? Well, I always say opportunity first knocking an open door. But anyway, mm. I, th- I, think the, I think the key to it is that the bit I find probably concerning sometimes is the illusion that moving to discomfort is a fearful negative experience and you have to do it and push people to do it rather than saying like you just said there just try something different it's not a discomfort thing it's just some you know if you haven't done public speaking before if you create this illusion that it's a discomfort thing it's oh it's really nervous and frightening why build up all that negativity around it to worry the person that hasn't done public speaking to go this is terrifying experience and push them to do it and saying well it's a great thing to do why don't you try it mm. and i find that you know the, the mindset is this is a more positive thing there's an opportunity here you could try public speaking and encourage people to try doing that rather than saying oh well it's moving out your comfort zone because yeah. as soon as you're moving out your comfort zone people get worried straight yeah. away the, the concern oh well what's going to happen oh dear me the fear what if, what if that the fear suddenly kicks in the fear kicks rather in than, rather than the joy there's a great opportunity here for you to experience doing public speaking and you know mm. do you want to give it a go that sounds far better than you want to move out your comfort zone yeah you know and so once you say the zones don't exist there are just experiences you can start to enjoy if you haven't done something before doesn't mean you're fearful of it you know if i say to you are you scared of spiders unless there's a spider in front of you at the moment you're not scared of spiders mm. if there's a spider on your desk at this very moment in time and you're scared of spiders you go oh yeah i'm scared of spiders but if there's no spiders in your immediate vicinity whether you're scared of spiders or not is completely irrelevant mm. what you're afraid of is the thought of a spider not the actual spider yeah. So the, the speaking thing is again the same old thing. When people say, oh, I'm afraid of public speaking, I say to them, Well, are you currently at the moment public speaking? Well, no. Well, you're not afraid of it then, are you? Mm. You're afraid of the thought of it. You're afraid of this transition going from your comfortable zone to your discomfort zone of public speaking. And I think if you can start to change the mindset on it to start with, to say life's just full of different experiences. Yeah. It's how and you take that negative yeah. connotation away from it, then all these experiences, people are probably going to more likely to enjoy these experiences and try lots of different things rather than think, well, I'm not going to do all those things because they're all discomfort. And I think that's very true. And I, I like I look at it, I know back in my twenties we were told, No, you do this, you do that, you do the other, right? And I see a shift in the way people, way you, especially younger people, are, are thinking, and I'm not just talking about these baby boomers and millennials and stuff like that. I'm talking about younger people who are yeah. now looking at stuff and they're now looking at it differently simply because of, I suppose, you know, we live in the age that we live in, whether it be people around us or the, the mentality that people have, that older people are having now, that of our, say of our age that are looking and they're talking to these younger people who are actually saying like, you know, okay, you know, well, why don't you try it and have a go at it and see see if you like it or whatever. Hmm. There's no one saying, oh, no, Jesus, you wouldn't do that now. You wouldn't do, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be standing up on the stage in front of people. God, no, you, 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 you I'm going to use the word, you'd shit yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and that's what people would say. But yeah, yeah. whereas if you have someone like, and I don't mean me or you, I, I mean people who are in our frame of mind would say, yeah. well, look, what have you got to be, what have you got to be scared about? What's the worst thing that can happen? What yeah. is the absolute worst? You'll stand, you'll up on the stage and you won't be able to open your mouth. Okay. That's the worst thing that's going to happen. Nothing yeah. else. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it's, as you say, I think it is the thought, it's the thought process of being afraid, of being yeah. scared, of being, of the fear and instead of us sitting here mm. thinking that way, and if there is anyone listening out there who has that mindset, 
you need to stop and you need to sort of just think about it for yourself but turn that negativity into positivity and i and that's not highfalutin or anything it's i think it's 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 so true though trevor it really is in this day it's back to the not it's back to the knowledge to 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 understand isn't it Mm, you know totally if you take the public speaking the knowledge of public speaking is very simple down on a stage you've got a microphone and you have some notes and you speak there we go we understand public speaking but we do this every day but that but you know that's as complicated as the knowledge the knowledge bit is you stand up speak with a microphone in a big audience or a small audience or an audience that that's it so we got the knowledge tick we now understand what public speaking is tick the problem comes of the fear bit of the understanding of that and they're two different things you know but there are people with any things like the like the firewalk you didn't just set load set light load of coals and walk over it you had knowledge and understanding imparted from an expert yeah that helped you on that journey yeah. and you learned how to do it mm. and then you did it and thought oh, i got i get that now and it's the same with the public speaking i mean our friend bibby she's doing a course coming up soon about helping people understand and i'm using the word understand not know knowledge because the knowledge is the easy bit the understanding is more complicated and she will help people get that journey of understanding how you can present yourself on a stage with a microphone and talk to people hmm. because i'm not undermining the knowledge bit of you know as you stand on stage and talk yeah that's the easy bit i know that is purely the knowledge the understanding is far more complicated oh the, the under- that's where yeah something like bibi or such you know she's got a lot of experience of it and she has a lot of knowledge of it she can impart that to other people and once you understand it and you think oh well that doesn't sound as complicated as i thought it was mm. you know it then becomes a lot lot easier and it's the knowledge bit to the understanding that other people can help you with that have been on that journey already they have that knowledge they have that understanding they've grown with it and the good ones have then have the wisdom with it because they truly understand it because they've spent a lot of time doing it and you have the magic that then comes out of that which allows you to walk across hot coals without mm. any trouble at all and it's the same thing as the public speaking or whatever other thing you're doing if you can tap in to that understanding from another person that then helps you on your journey yeah and it's the same like we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when you mentioned that when you started out in when you had a, a real job <laughs> have to have to get your proper job in every podcast but yeah. when you spoke <laughs> about it when you were in that small printing company that you were yeah. when you started off and then you moved to this big corporate business and you yeah. says oh how, what am i going to do i want to but it was actually no different than the small. Okay, there was more people in it already. There was a bit more pressure involved yep. in it. But it was the same thing because the person that hired you was hiring you because you knew the job. Yeah. But it was just changing the setting and just changing the surroundings. And you gained that understanding very, very quickly because yeah, yeah. you stood back from it and you said, well, it's the same as what I did before, but okay, yeah. it's maybe a little bit more pressurized. And I was the same, you mm-hmm. know, okay, so you were in this situation. Now you're in a bigger situation where yeah. you need to adapt and you need to understand it. And when you do that, and I think that's the key is this understanding that. Yeah, understanding is the key. So there's there's a few points here from this podcast that we should really think about is, is one is fear one is joy and one is understanding and once we have them three things we're now on the way to we're on that journey i suppose Mm. and i hate using that word journey because i don't think (laughs) there is such a journey because i think you go through life yourself you don't you don't follow this journey you don't follow this you know path you you do you like your paths change You, you move in a different direction like yeah where no, I where yeah, I was yeah, yeah no, no, there, there, there is no path yeah where I was 10 15 years ago is not where I am today no. I'm totally 
And if you want to, if you want to have, you know, direction on it, I'm left of center now of what I ever was supposed to think that I was going to, that I was going to be. And it's yeah. great and I enjoy it and I love it. But I still mm. see that I just wanted to, I suppose, in a sense, better myself and in, in respect of understanding more and having and developing more and seeing the bigger picture because yeah. I've been surrounded by I've been very lucky to be surrounded by people like yourself and others around me that have sort of you know never actually told me to do anything but have just mm. sort of guided me or, or helped me understand a different way of thinking yeah and I think that is vitally important so if there is you know, young or old people who are listening to this podcast who are, are looking for that, I think it's about you seeing that there's nothing to fear mm. and stop surrounding yourself with negativity and surround yourself with positivity. And I know that might sound very easy to say and do, but actually when you start doing it in small little doses, mm. it <laughs> actually is amazing how quickly that thing can grow. And you understand exactly then where you are in your own, for want of a better word, and I'm holding my fingers up here because I know you can't see on, this, on the podcast, but it's in your journey type of thing yeah, yeah. because I yeah. think that's very important. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's summing up a bit of that which we'll say for another podcast is a bit like the old fish and the ladders. Mm. The old quote about you shouldn't judge a fish that can't climb a ladder. I think that the story there of the journey is we all start off in life climbing ladders mm. and we climb a ladder and we have one perspective that's, that's up and that's down and that's it. And we keep trying to get up and up and up and up. And there's no top to the ladder. But we don't know that because we mm. haven't learned that bit yet. And the reality is, if you're a fish in the ocean, you have freedom and you're no longer heading for the top of ladder that doesn't exist. Yeah. Mm. And that's changing the path to freedom. And I say there is no path. When you realize there is no path, you then have freedom mm. to explore the oceans of life. Exactly. So we'll do that in another podcast. How's that? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so comfort zones, if you think you're in one, you're actually not because yeah. you don't have to have a comfort zone. You don't have to have any zones around you. There is no yeah. barriers. There is no doors. There is no walls. Boxes. There's no boxes. There's no triangles. There's nothing. <laughs> it's you and you have to make that decision, I think. Yeah. Mm. So, Trevor, how can people get in contact with us if they want to chat with us? If they want to chat with us further, they can find us on Twitter. We are Curious Fire Pod on Twitter. Mm. And on Facebook and Instagram, we're Curious Fire Podcast. Brilliant stuff. There we go. And as I always say, you know, it's it's about listening to this podcast and we hope you enjoy it. And we've had some great feedback on the podcast. And we would uh, would like if you would uh, also share it with your uh, friends and family or community or, you know, business colleagues, wherever, whoever you think may be interested in this type of content, we would love you to share with them and let them know. And uh, just a big shout out to um, Bibi Baskin because uh, she is uh, always plugging uh, this podcast and always giving us a great little plug. And we got mentioned in RSVP magazine uh, as one of B.B. Baskin's uh, favourite podcasts to listen to. So we just wanted to give her a shout out and thank her for her uh, kind recommendations to us uh, as well. So uh, do hope you enjoyed the programme and we should be back next week with another episode. So until next time, at the same time, for myself, Alan Hennessy, as I always like to say, stay curious. And Trevor? I'm going to say stay comfortable. Hey. Hey. Until next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Curious Fire podcast with Alan Hennessy and Trevor Lorkings. If you would like to get in contact, tweet at Curious Fire Pod on Twitter. 
Join us next week for another episode that will ignite your thoughts and set your curiosity on fire. Remember to stay curious.